My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to My Second Act. It's a podcast with that name because prior to uh, doing radio, uh, prior to the podcast, which launched in January 2020, I'd never done anything in my life but radio. And then podcasting came along, and now radio is back. Donna and myself, or would it be Donna and I? Or we? How about we? Okay, that works. Or we, Donna and I, yeah. yeah Donna and I, right? We host a morning radio show out of Atlanta on the Bear 92.5. The podcast is uh, conversations about things you're already talking about with your family and your friends, uh, pop culture, things in the news, trends, music, and often endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. My name is Donna. I'm Caddy's wife. I have a pickleball partner. I'm so excited. We have been talking on this podcast for probably over a year. Yes, well over a year. About my quest to find the perfect pickleball Partner. partner. I thought I had one in JB, my friend from Avalon, who went back with Trisha to be her pickleball partner because she has recovered from her ACL tear from playing pickleball. So they're back together and they're a team. They're pickled up. And then I went did to Laura you, did Cowart. You say, did you say they're pickled up? They're pickled up. Okay. So then I went to Laura Cowart, my friend Tug's, our friend Tug's wife, and she was in for it, but she wouldn't make it to any of the practices. And you've got to practice. You've got to get the lingo down with kitchen and all this stuff. You know what the kitchen is, Cadillac Jack? In That's, pickleball? Uh, not in pickleball. No, I do not. Okay. So that failed miserably. Okay, well, hang on. But what's, what's the kitchen in pickleball? It's the area where you, it's just a whole thing where you can't hit the ball and okay. you got to do a certain thing, you know, because right. it's not the rules of tennis. If you play tennis like I do, don't just think you're going to step out on the court and pickle it up because it doesn't happen that way. So I was a little despondent and I had put my pickleball dreams on hold, to be honest with you. I'd ask you to pickle with me. Wouldn't happen. Well, I, I don't, I, yeah, I, no interest. I have no athletic ability um, and, and, and don't have the time. So those three things knock me out of contention to be your pickle Pickler. How do you not have the time to pick a ball if I have the time to pick a ball? Um, I don't think you have the time to pick a ball. Truth be told, we're going to find out, but I don't think that you do. I think your partner is going to be very disappointed because you have too much going on. But I, uh, I'm not getting in the way of your pickleball dream by any stretch. Please don't. So um, we went out for Mother's Day, and our son, Will, we have a friend. We have a mutual friend, all of us, and they have built a pickleball court in their front yard. I'm not even kidding. Now, they live out on some land. They're not like in a subdivision where the HOA is going to get involved and like flag them up. So they built this pickleball court and they're going to hold like round robins and it's going to be so much fun and everything. So Will, our son, and I are the big deals. Get it? D-I-L-L-S. D-I-L-L-S as in dill pickle. Yeah. So I've gotten this pickleball racket. I already had my pickleball racket, but I got his pickleball racket. I got matching green headbands. I got gym socks with pickles on them that come up to our knees. And then we're going to wear like short, short, John McEnroe shorts and tank tops. I cannot wait. Does does Will know all of this? Oh, my God. He's totally into it. I I don't think he knows about the shorty shorts. No, he is because Will's in an amateur wrestling league. So he's all for this. Okay. No, he's a fan of. I I don't know. No, no, no. No, no, no. They've started. They're. Their goal is to wrestle. If you live out in the area we live out in the north side, there's a house called the Castle, and it's kind of over in Woodstock, Roswell, North North Bolton area. Of it, if you're north of Atlanta, and this place looks like it is a castle. This 
who could not get out of bed. And so it has like a moat and all this stuff. She's terminally ill. And so he built her this beautiful little castle that she lives in. Well, Will and them are trying to get their friend Zach elected as the mayor of Milton. And they're going to start live wrestling. So I don't know where I was going with any of this. But the point is, is Will will be very comfortable in the short shorts because he's launching a professional wrestling league in the lawn in Milton. Did you not know any of this? Uh, I knew he was a fan and I knew that he followed wrestling. I did not know that he was starting a league. And trying to get Zach elected as mayor. I, 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 I maybe had heard rumors about that, but Will's not going to actually be a, a wrestler. He's just like the promoter. Yeah, no, no, no. He's wrestling. Okay. Has he ever wrestled a day in his life? I think they practice at home. Like okay. they knock each other around and throw each other through the windows and stuff. Okay. Uh, do we have a name for the league? I don't know, but we're right now we're on the big deals. We're okay, on you're right. Ball. You're right. I'm sorry. Focus, Cadillac Jack. Focus. All right. So uh, when when is the first practice and when's the first match so that uh, pod peeps can come out and cheer you on and, and, and watch well, this thing? When I get home from the Birmingham, I'm almost done with my tour of duty down here, folks. So I'll be back next week, and then we're going to take a lesson together just to get our pickle compatibility, which wow. is going to be fantastic. Your we, pickle compatibility. We have great compatibility. And then we're good to go. We're launched out into the pickle universe. Pickleball with Donna and her, her, her new partner, Will, our 23-year-old son. This is going to be interesting. How long does the season run for pickleball? It's endless. Kind of like a bread sticks and salad at the Olive Garden. There's June and Johnny, George and Tammy, Tim and Faith, and Caddy and Donna. Mornings on the Bear 92.5. We continue the morning radio show on Atlanta's The Bear 92.5, weekdays 5.30 till 10 Eastern. Uh, you can listen anywhere that you are listening to this podcast right now for free. Download the app, and it's available in the Apple App Store and also Google Play. Search for The Bear 925. The Bear, that's B-E-A-R, not B-A-R-E. The Bear 925. Download it for free, and you can join us uh, not only for two episodes of this podcast every week on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but five morning radio shows, 5.30 till 10 Eastern. The Bear, growl, 925. Uh, update, Donna, on uh, radio. How you doing there? I know we've had... Uh, I, I, listen, I think the technical end of it is doing better. I think I'm doing better on the board, as it's called. Now, having said that, we're recording right now in the 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern hour uh, the day before uh, upload, and we could very well also be broadcasting this recording on the radio, and I, I don't know that I'd know. Um, scary. That, that's the step that scares me. So that, Well, it kind of scares me as well. Um, but you know what? You live and learn, and a lot of it's kind of fire by uh, baptism by fire. You know, Remember when your mama threw you in the pool when you were a kid? Yes. And and you were just supposed to, to float up and, and, and swim, you know, and, 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 and you either sink or you swim. And I, I think that I'm dog paddling. I think that I'm dog paddling, but I'm, I'm getting up to the swimming level, I believe. No, I think you're doing great. I, you know, I have a lot of um, anxiety uh -huh. in general, but I have a lot of anxiety around this because I don't really know how to help you. And I would love to be able to push buttons and, and edit and do what I need to do. And I'm going to learn how to do that. I thought about this yesterday. I'm going to figure this out. When I get my Zupa Dapa Dupa Tropia that Steve Mitchell's installing into my house next week, I'm going to learn how to edit and do some things. So hopefully then I can help you some because I don't like feeling not helpless, but I don't like feeling like I'm not uh, contributing. Well, but you certainly are doing I also that. have a lot going you're, on you're too, and that. I know you do. You're you're, contri are you kidding me? you're contributing a lot. Content and, and your intelligence and your ideas, which are fresh and unique. And I think that... Uh, I think that, that, that people enjoy hearing your take. You, know, you must remember that you're being introduced to a new group of 
people, you know, an entirely new group of people for, for that, that aren't familiar with Donna, that don't know that we have three kids that are 23 and 19 and a, a junior in high school. Um, we have to reset nearly every time we crack the mics because it's a brand new audience and you want to, um, you want to familiarize yourself with that audience. I, I've been with this audience for about a year and a half because prior to this morning show project, I, I did the afternoon show at the Bear 92.5. Uh, so the audience is, is somewhat familiar with me, but you are brand new. And so we have to reset nearly every time. Uh, we're taking a lot of content from the podcast and, you know, and, and redoing it and, and uh, things that we thought worked well. And, and that's the one thing that I think works well about well, one of many things that, that works well with this these two projects is they, they, they kind of go together, right? They, the, the content can be shared on radio and podcast uh, being done as original content on both, but a lot of, there's lots of, uh, what would you call it? Lots of uh, content layover or shared content. How about that? Cross, between Cross contamination. Yes. Between radio and podcast. Is that a fair they statement? used to call that synergy. That was a big word right. for a while. Big, big, big buzzword for business back in the day. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, um it's interesting. And um you know, podcast listeners are so kind and they're so, nice because they subscribe they want if, if you don't like what you're hearing you don't subscribe radio is different the listeners can be very uh fickle fickle and difficult well at times well but they're also very vocal they're also very very vocal because it's free it's free exactly. and, and it's available uh in your car it's available uh as as a streaming uh component it's available uh, anywhere and well the podcast is free too i just think radio listeners feel like it's their station and they want what they want and not all of them want what they're being given. And some people want something different and some people love it. Don't get me wrong. We've people have been great, but I just have to say I thrive in the podcast world much more than the radio world. I like it. I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure I'll enjoy it more as it goes along, but it's a very net net medium. You know, everything is, quick and i don't know i just think you have like two minutes to put your best two minutes out there and that's not how i operate well and you need a a, you need a beginning a middle and an out you need a a a start a middle and an end you know a finish And, and you need to know those three points really before you begin any break and that's not always gonna i don't know that always not get huh I don't know all that. I don't. I don't operate that way. Well, right. My point though is, is storytelling in very condensed, edited form. Uh, word count, word efficiency is is so important in radio. In podcast, there there are no rules really. You know, you can you can talk as long as you want. In radio, there are some rules that um, listen. We could talk for ten minutes on the radio, but we would be doing ourselves a big disservice because of the way that the ratings are done, the way that the ratings are tabulated. Uh, if you go long form conversations in radio these days. You're killing yourself with the ratings because people just don't stick around. I understand. Yeah. And I think you podcast listeners are so much more. I'm going to get in trouble for this one, but you're just more intelligent. You're just smarter. Oh, my God. But you are. You get it because you're here for the whole conversation. Just hear me out here. Like you and I are very different people. We're married, but we're very independent. We're very different people. We think totally different about a lot of things. And in long form, people get that in edited down radio breaks i don't know it's just hard to really show your true opinion about anything or i don't know because it has to be like i said so edited down and so kind of sanitized and i never really understood that i guess is my point when you were doing radio as opposed to podcasting how different it is 
radio is very um very controlled or should be very controlled there are very little things we do on the radio uh with listeners whether it's can't be caddy whether it's any sort of you know the taylor swift uh, daddy daughter ticket giveaways that we did when taylor was in atlanta for three shows uh that that stuff's all taped in advance because you want to control it why does the fire department do a controlled burn for training uh because they control it keyword control kind of the same thing with radio if you tape in advance, and not the show necessarily, but if you tape certain elements or components of a show, and there are five of them a week, uh, then then you control it, and you're able to edit for time, and you're able to run long. Uh, say you run eight minutes with a guest, knowing you're going to take the best three and a half to four minutes. Uh, it makes it the, the, the editing process a whole lot simpler, and you're in control, and that's what it's all about. With podcasting, uh, long-form conversations are are the norm. That's that's what podcasts do. And you know, it's interesting to me having conversations with people um, about, uh, about podcasts and people say to me, you know, I love listening to all different types of podcasts. I may listen to a, a true crime podcast. And then I have uh, a current events podcast. And, 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 um, I, I say to people, how long is too long for a podcast episode? And what, what do you think I hear more than any other? And this is something that I've preached since the beginning. I don't know. What do you hear? Uh, less than an hour. Here's why. Yeah. And we shoot for 38 minutes. Sometimes we're short, sometimes we're a little longer. If you run over one hour, the counter on your, uh, you know, where you're listening, whether it's a, a your iPhone or uh, streaming in your car, when it hits one colon zero zero colon zero zero zero, meaning one hour, it's a mental thing. And if you see that before you begin to listen, if you see that an episode is an hour or over before you begin to listen, your brain says, you know what? I don't have time for that right now. I don't have an hour to commit to this podcast. I wish I did, but I simply don't. If you see 38 minutes, that's a, listen, 38 minutes you can probably find right now in your day at some point, right? Yeah. I mean, I think so. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely think I'm, I'm that way. I mean, an hour seems like a long time. And again, I, I'm not coming down on, because some of you are cross-politans. Yes. You listen to both. I'm not coming down on radio listeners. I'm a radio listener. I just think... It's a very different type of listening. It's clowns and balloons on radio. On podcasts, it's conversations about everything. Struggles, ups, downs, highs, lows. And nothing on this podcast is manufactured. It is, I do have a beaver that I love to pet. I got to go check on him for this summer. Um, You don't run. No. We don't agree all the time. And that's okay. And we but also, in radio, it has to be the very like sanitized. best of the best. Yes, yes. And we also don't uh, we don't ride together. Well, we do occasionally, but but we prefer not to. You you prefer not to. I don't have problems. Uh, that's not true, Donna. Come on, you can't stand my driving. I can stand yours. You can't stand mine. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. Um, one of the conversations that we often have during this podcast is about your mental health and your mental well being. Uh, this week is Mental Health Awareness Week, and so we wanted to uh, mention that on the front of the episode here. Um, life is messy. Life sucks sometimes. Life's difficult. Life uh, can knock you down and, 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 and hold you on the mat for a long, long time if you allow it to. But having conversations with different people, whether it's a, a friend, a coworker, somebody at the church, maybe it's your pastor or a professional, a trained professional, having a conversation about the challenges that you have in life is okay. And it's okay to raise your hand and say, you know what? I need some help right now. I'm overwhelmed. Um, it doesn't make you any less of, of a person to do that. And so this week, with it being Mental Health Awareness Week, you know, anxiety is, is so common. Uh, many people 
aren't sure when they need to address it with a with a professional. Um, you know, or there's even medications uh, that, that can be prescribed uh, for depression um, and anxiety and things like that. So if, if, if you're struggling, I'm going to give out my cell phone number. I'm going to give it to you twice. And if you ever need to speak to someone, I'm not a trained professional. I want to be clear about that. Uh, you may you may listen and think, wow, Cadillac Jack, you must be a trained professional. I'm not. I know. Uh, but I, I have an ear and, and I'm able to listen and, and have struggles of my own when it comes to uh, mental health. My cell number is 470-219-2023. 470-219-2023. Now, I'd prefer you not call uh, and ask, uh, you know, what the uh, what, what the over or under, what the current record is for Kimby Caddy. On the morning show with Cadillac and Donna Jack, the Jacks, on the Bear 92.5. But but if you text me, something like that. But if you'd like to have a conversation, if you need to have a conversation about something you're struggling with in your life and your mental health, your mental well-being, uh, reach out. I'm happy to have that conversation with you. And I know, Donna, that you would be as well. Yeah, I know. I absolutely would. I think one of the biggest challenges is for people, I've had this before, um, where you're struggling with something and you don't feel like people are listening or you don't feel like there's anybody for you to talk to. And when you do talk to people about things, they kind of, you know, well, maybe you're just in a bad spot or it'll get better. You know, they try to and cheering up is part of it. But genuinely listening to people and knowing, you know, when people are struggling is a big one. Every episode of this podcast, Cadillac Jack, My Second Act, we add a song to the Spotify hype song playlist. It's a playlist that lives on the Spotify streaming uh, platform. And we have a playlist for each season of this podcast. So the current season is four, uh, not four as in the number F O U R, but four F O R E is how you find season four's uh, playlist. And these songs uh, could be songs that we just, it's always going to be song we think you'll enjoy listening to, but sometimes it may be uh, a classic. Sometimes it may be something that uh, Donna, you're great about, uh, about uh, offering up and discovering new country artists or new artists in general and talking about them and, 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 and playing their stuff here on the podcast. It could be a classic. It could be a live cut. It could be, you know, if we went to a concert and an artist performed a specific song that took us back, was very nostalgic, we may include that. So uh, there are no rules with the Hype Song playlist, but uh, each episode, we like to each add a, a song. And we always start with, uh, Donna, what you got this uh, this episode? So also, I agree, and I to all of that, amen, amen, amen. But it's also like, do you ever go back to things depending on what your mood is or what's going on and, like, you revisit, like, projects or certain things and you're like oh I remember I really listened to this in the summer of whatever and I need that summer of 85 feeling or whatever well I am adding um <laughs> I am at think of his name I'm adding Stevie Wonder Sir Duke which okay. is an amazing song now I have a question for you Kelly Jack yes is Stevie Wonder dead or alive? Uh, Stevie or alive Wonder, or dead? Uh, dead or not dead? Uh, Stevie dead Wonder. Or not dead. Stevie Wonder is alive. He is alive. He's yes. alive and kicking. So um, it is such a great song. It's just a feel good song. It's that do 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 do. Okay. See, I know that. I recognize that. I, I did not know the title of the song. When you said the title, I, I drew a blank. I had no idea. It's such a happy song. Just makes me feel happy when I hear it. And he wrote the song in honor of Louis Armstrong. The famous jazz musician. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense when you sort of listen to it. But it's from one of my favorite Stevie Wonder albums. It's Songs in the Key of Life. Yes. And if you have never been a Stevie Wonder fan or maybe you're young and you're listening to the podcast, you're like, lady, who in the hell are you talking about? You're like, is he the blind fella? Yes, he is. 
but he's so much more than that. And this album, Songs in the Key of Life, is amazing. It's just every song on that album is just so good. So if you, that's if you, what I'm adding. If you recognize that line or that title, Songs in the Key of Life, it could be because of the Eric Church hit. Yes. Record year, where Record he references year. Uh, that album. Yeah, and there are, there are some albums and projects and artists that anybody who is a fan of music or, or is a composer, or it, they just know those projects because they're just amazing. Amazing. Okay, what about you, Cadillac Jack? We do a feature on the Cadillac and Donna Morning Show every weekday called the 90s at 9. And it's uh, the 9 o'clock hour in, in, in radio is traditionally, uh, you know, morning shows used to run till 10. And, and talk till 10 uh, and do content till 10 that shifted that changed about uh, gosh probably a decade ago when 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 people started to look at the ratings people being program directors and vice presidents of programming for the big radio chains uh, they started looking at the ratings and they saw that there was erosion in the nine o'clock hour that's because at nine o'clock people are getting to work when people get to work um you're you're more you're, you're doing yourself a favor in radio if you shift to a music based hour because when you get to work you don't necessarily want to hear a lot of talk and businesses don't play radio stations for the most part during the business day that that, that are offering talk they want music piped in so the nine o'clock hour on our morning show is nothing but hits from the 90s and it's so nostalgic for me donna because um a lot of these songs were songs that i first played on the radio when i got to atlanta in 94 when i was 19 years old at the former Kicks, where I spent my entire career, my entire adult life. Um, and I hosted a show when I first was hired called Crying, Loving, or Leaving. And it was a calling request dedication show. Are you crying, you loving, or are you leaving tonight? Um, and, and so many of these songs that we play every day during the 90s at 9 were, were huge hits and huge records and a huge part of my show back in uh, the mid to late 90s on, on radio here in Atlanta. And a person who was a big part of 90s country, and I love hearing his stuff, and at the Bear, I think you would agree, Donna, the, the library, the music library is deep. I mean, we play it's songs. It's awesome. We the play music's songs. great. You should listen on the app. Even if you don't want to, you're not interested in the morning show, download the app and check out the music during the day because the catalog is, I, I dare say, one of the deepest catalogs of any country station in America. Um, a lot of uh, John Michael Montgomery, part of uh, Crying, Loving, or Leaving back in the day. A lot of Alan Jackson. Uh, we're Alan Jackson's hometown radio station. Uh, Alan Jackson grew up in Noonan, which is uh, just about... 12 miles west of uh, the studios where we are at the Bear 92.5. An artist that I loved during the 90s or, and, and, and went and saw him several times at concert was a guy named Tracy Lawrence. If you, oh, yeah, I love if Tracy you, Lawrence. If you look at Tracy Lawrence's catalog, he had massive hits and so many of them back in the 90s. There's so many artists that helped to shape that decade of country music, and he was certainly one of those. So I wanted to add a song, one of my favorites to Tracy Lawrence, called I See It Now. I don't believe in four seasons of the Hype Song playlist that we have ever added to Tracy Lawrence record, have we? I don't think we have. So the 90s at 9 and this morning show has opened up uh, my mind, and it's just very nostalgic to hear these songs every morning for an hour and flash back to being at Cowboys or being at the Buckboard or being at the North Georgia State Fair and seeing these artists in concert or... Uh, celebrating their life wins and, and life losses even too, whether in the studio when they would come in to visit on the morning show uh, or, or or on the phone, just uh, having a conversation about life and uh, what's going on in their world and the music business and all of that. So um, I see it now. Tracy Lawrence, number one hit from 1998 is when I'm moving this week, this episode to the Spotify Hypes on Playlist. That period of time 
I've been thinking a lot lately. I know you're not supposed to like think about, you know, what was your favorite time in your life? Because it kind of, I believe it does take away from like your feet being planted where you are. But that, when I hear 90s country music, that particular time in my life in the 90s, the time at the Eagle, the radio station that we were at, and then Kicks, and then just, you know, when we were starting our family and just, like you said, that Wild Bills and Cowboys and all that time, that was one, one if not, I mean, I hate to say the best times of my life. I hate to say that, but it was one of the best times of my life. And music was a big part of that. Huge part. Tracy Lawrence, uh, by the way, is a radio host now. He has a, a radio show that's syndicated nationally. We carry it here at the, on the Bear 92.5 every week. I think it airs on Sunday evenings. Um, and so, you know, you, you wonder a lot about those artists from the 90s. Where are they now? What are they doing now? And Tracy Lawrence has entered the uh, the radio arena, just like you did, Donna, for the first time, uh, just uh, about a month ago here at the Bear 92.5. Yeah, he has so many good songs, like Paint Me a Birmingham. Yes. Um, Sticks and Stones. That's what Friends, what, what's the one about Friends? That's what, uh, uh, oh, gosh, so good. yeah. That one. Yeah. yeah, which was a collab. So yeah. Yes. Find out who your friends are. Yes, that was it. That yes. Was it. Oh, my gosh, I love him. Good pick. This Saturday, man, if you're listening on Upload Day, Thursday, May 18th, this Saturday, the 20th, we are headed to Gainesville for the All-American Red, White, and Blue parking lot party without Lee Bryce, and we're getting excited, and I bet they are to have the uh, the barbecue butts on the grill uh, from, 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 from Ninja. Uh, barbecue, and and we're going to have a good time with live music from Jonathan Ingram, who's joining us for the third year uh, this year at Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. What's going to happen, Donna? Explain to everybody what happens when you come out and visit with us from noon till four, because uh, we just want to give you a hug and personally thank you for uh, downloading and listening to this podcast and sharing it with your friends, and also now the radio show as well. So, so much, and it's kind of like our opportunity to meet people who listen, who we hear your names when you text us or you call us or whatever, but we're like, okay, we got to put a face with a name, so please come by. Even if you have no intention, I don't want you to feel like you're going to hit the parking lot and all these people are going to descend on you to try to sell you furniture. I firmly believe you're going to walk away with a couch and be strapping it to the top of your car, but that's not what you're, you you don't have to come for that. So come out for food, come out for fellowship, come out for music and come out and try to put something on just something to try to win this Wolfman lookalike contest because everyone who participates hear me now is going to get something. And by something, I don't mean a keychain. Something. Something good. Like a sectional. Big. Or some lamps yeah. and things. Uh, and, and, and this is a big one. Put some chest hair on your... If you don't have chest hair... Um, you used to have a lot of chest hair, Cadillac Jack. Okay. You don't anymore. Okay. Do you? Uh, Are I, you I, a waxer? No, I'm certainly not a waxer. I, I, you know, I keep it tight. How about that? Oh, okay. Well, um, So if you have a lot of chest hair, sport it. Open that shirt up and let's go 70s and because you want to be the Wolfman, remember. And he was a little hairy. You know, he's a little hairy. Okay. What do you think? Yeah, well, no, he was. He was, I guess. But also, your interpretation of the Wolfman is subjective. So, Well, that's true. Um, you know, the, who is the Wolfman? Maybe you're new to the podcast or maybe you're new to it. Uh, you know, you're not familiar with the brand. Um, Wolfman and Donna, dad and daughter, who for uh, years, probably over a decade, did commercials for Gallery Furniture, their their family-owned business, and they aired during Braves games on what was the original uh, Superstation, TBS, when the Braves were broadcast nationwide. Um, and the first team to do that, TBS was the first Superstation uh, in America, meaning it was broadcast nationwide. So the Braves got national exposure, even as a young franchise. Um, so 
Gallery Furniture, Wolfman and Donna, bought time, bought commercials within those broadcasts of the Braves on TBS. So they were they were nationally known celebrities. And Donna would argue that, uh, not my Donna on the podcast, but Donna from Gallery Furniture would argue that. She's very humble um, and, 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 and would say, you know, that's not the case. But listen, I, I we saw it firsthand when we go out with them at concerts back in the day. Uh, people would queue up to have their picture taken with Wolfman and Donna because they were they were local celebrities, no doubt. The Wolfman um, passed years ago, but his legacy lives on. Ask for the Wolfman. Just look at some old YouTube videos of, of, of some past commercials of gallery furniture, and you'll see Wolfman and Donna from back in the day doing these commercials, and, and you can maybe get an idea about what you need to, to wear to the parking lot party to win. To win big. You just need hair. You need gold. You need. And a big heart. He does. Sides that boot. A big heart. A big, big heart. heart. Huge heart. That's the most important thing. And a big smile. Noon till four. Free lunch. Free music. Huge discounts on furniture. First responders come out. Don always has special gifts for the first responders in Hall County. And um, we just, we're excited about this event. We can't wait to see you. And if you could just give us five, 10, 15 minutes, we'll take it. If you want to come and hang out four hours, come on out. And hang out for four hours because we're going to be there and we can't wait to meet you. And personally, thank you for your loyalty and your passion for this podcast and now the radio show too. Cadillac Jack, my second act, the podcast, the radio show, Cadillac and Donna Mornings, the Bear, 92.5, 5.30 till 10 Eastern weekdays. We are classified by Apple Podcasts in two categories. Entertainment news is one. Music is the other. Uh, music is is really kind of our, our, our strong point. Donna and I combined have over 40 years in country radio. Uh, and that grows now as we do this morning show uh, each year as well. But we used to work together at the former Kicks, Don and Sales. I was in programming on the air. Uh, and we love country music. We love all forms of music, but we love country music and are very passionate about country music. So um, our, our music classification by Apple makes perfect sense. And thanks to you, we land in the top 100 every week with this podcast. Uh, and in that category of music, music alone, there are more than 84,000 podcasts every week that are downloaded from Apple in the music category. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We love to talk music. Uh, we'll start with uh, news this week that the CMA Awards in November will again this year be hosted by Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning, who who did it for the first time uh, last year on, on on ABC. Yeah, I think Peyton's a little dry, but I, I mean, Luke's funny. I think they're good together, and if it's not broke, don't fix it. You know what I mean? Yeah, true, good point, good point. Um, I thought they did a good job last year. I think this year will be a whole lot better. I think that uh, you know, Luke's used to this stuff because of Idol uh, and just being on stage every night. Uh, I think Peyton, who does commercials for Nationwide and, and has been a celebrity spokesperson for a lot of different brands, uh, he, he knows TV. And But live TV is kind of a different beast, too. Um, live TV is, uh, is is difficult to do because you've got people talking in your ear, people being producers and directors and uh, telling you, that, you know, can this, don't do this, scratch this, make sure you work in this while you're trying to talk in real time. And, and, and maintain your sentences and your uh, just not to sound like a, a dork, you know? Um, yeah, no. They did a great job last year. I think this year is going to be a whole lot better, though, because I, I think that Peyton, after you do it one year, you kind of know where your weaknesses were and what you can do better, and you work on that in, you know, leading up to the next year or the next event. Yeah, uh, one thing that, I mean, there's so many just quick hits on some country stuff. I am so excited about this Miranda Lambert and Dirk Bentley um, collaboration. Are you, have you heard about this? I have. So it's going to appear in the CBS drama Fire Country. Um, they were teasing it kind of on Instagram, and they have a few new songs that are going to be on this Fire Country show. Um, so, and, and Kane Brown is acting in Fire Country. He's a convict who joins the firefighting program. So he's in the show. 
Did you know that? Uh, I read that, but I didn't know about his character. So he is in 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 jail. Well, he's a young convict who joins a firefighting program looking for redemption and a shortened prison okay. sentence. Okay. So he and other inmates work alongside elite firefighters to extinguish massive blazes across the region. I got to tell you, I think Kane Brown is going to make a jump to like Hollyweird because he is so good looking and he's smart and he's everything everybody wants to see on the big screen, you know? What kind of character do you think he could play convict? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Here's what I think is interesting about the Miranda Dirt thing. You know, there were all those rumors a long time ago about the two of them possibly having a hair petting session. And I don't think that happened. I think that was just rumor mill. But the two of them working together, I'm here for it 100%. Can't wait. Zach Brown went to the University of West Georgia in Carrollton, which is uh, about 40 miles west of downtown Atlanta. And this week, Chris, uh, I'm sorry, this week, Zach Brown was awarded a doctorate degree, Donna, from the University of West Georgia in Carrollton. I love that. This is big. This is big, I think. Uh, You know, they're from this area. Zach was born and raised uh, here in Atlanta, as were most members uh, of the band. And so the university said the honor highlighted Zach's connection to an institution that played a role in shaping his love for music. And then Zach addressed the crowd. He did not pay off their tuition. He Mm. He did not give them a free download. Um. But that's okay. Did he say he wasn't doing that? I not I don't think so. But we, oh, we you're talk, just saying that. Okay. We talked last yeah. year about how you kind of your brain's conditioned yeah. now that if you have a celebrity doing your commencement uh-uh. address, they're gonna somebody you know they're gonna give you a, 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 a pinky from uh, gosh uh, uh, slutty, slutty vegan. vegan, which is a, a vegan restaurant here in Atlanta. Last year, she gave everybody an LLC. You have to be careful how you say that. You have to say who owns and created the slutty vegan. Restaurant chain. Because if you say Pinky Cole, is a, a, is a slutty vegan. Slutty vegan. Yeah. She's like, wait a minute. People are like, wait a minute. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What that's did you true. just call that woman? Comma placement is important in uh, every 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 part of your life. Um, Zach then addressed the graduates and said, um, "Find something that you love to do and give it all you have, because you win when you love what you do. Be yourself and see the world as you want it to be." Zach Brown. Amen, brother. Addressing the class of 2023 at his alma mater, the University of West Georgia in Carrollton, Georgia last weekend okay so the davidson county um medical examiner confirmed that kelly pickler's husband kyle jacobs did die from suicide were you surprised with this autopsy it was like what was the purpose of this here's what i want to know and i bet melissa cape could answer this who determines whether there's going to be an autopsy or not sometimes i know family members want one if they suspect foul play but like is it always triggered when someone passes or? I think it may have something to do with insurance, maybe. Okay. I think it could also have something to do with uh, law enforcement. Maybe not uh, Kyle specifically, but if there's uh, an investigation of any sort uh, ongoing or if they think that you were connected to some sort of uh, crime or wrongdoing, then there may be, you know, I think law enforcement could certainly order, I don't like the word order, an autopsy, but uh, could ask for uh, an autopsy as well. Yeah, I want to know, and I bet Melissa would know, or we have so many amazing pod peeps, someone will write in, but does it have to do with your age? Like if you die and you're in your 40s, are they looking to see that Kelly Pickler didn't murder him? I don't mean that bad, but that there was no foul play on the individual. Well, like, I don't know. Here, here's the thing I find interesting, too. The, the, I guess the autopsy results are just now getting out because uh, Kyle took his life uh, months ago, right? 
February. I think it takes a while to do this and get all of it back. But what the toxicology results showed, he had no drugs in his system at the time of his death. He did have a history of pseudo seizures, gastrointestinal bleeding, elevated liver enzymes, and chronic alcohol use, which will elevate your liver. So Yes. All right. Uh, again, as we did at the first of this episode, this week, all around America, we are recognizing your mental health. We are recognizing um, your mental capacity. It's Mental Health Awareness Week. Check in with one another. Check in with family. Check in with friends. Check in with strangers. And just if you see somebody and you can tell they're having a bad day, it's not nothing wrong with reaching out and uh, and just just being the first person to speak and say, hey, your day's going to get better. And if you, if you hit a if you if you get nothing back in return, you you did what you should do and all that you could do, and that is just reach out and let someone know everything can be okay. Uh, if you need help, ask for it. Thank you, Don, for another great episode of this podcast. Uh, we also want to thank uh, our executive producers, Carl Appen and Hans Appen. Uh, production assistance from Steve Mitchell at Ingo Studios here in Atlanta. I-N-G-O, Ingo Studios. Steve's been working overtime with uh, radio and podcasting for us. And we're grateful for his help. Um, and, uh, man, you get new episodes on Tuesday and Thursday. Bye.